you don't have to be a writer. If you choose to be a writer, then that's great too. Because then once again, your SOPs or any instructions, recipes, or anything like that, you can turn it into a book as well, or you could turn it into a series and then, you know, sell it. It's just another source of income. Welcome to Two VAs and a Mic, your guide to making money and serving your community. And our podcast will help you learn about the journey of monetizing your skills and providing your services professionally, all from the comfort of your home. We also will talk to our business owners, authors, writers, CEOs, and solopreneurs who may use or benefit from using a VA in their business. Boil all that down to two VAs and a mic and then mix them together with two different perspectives flared with expertise. What do you get? Shantae Harris, founder of Shantae's VA, LLC. And Lovely Brooks, founder of Lovely Occasions and Etc. LLC. We are talking about low content books and how they can help your business. So I'm going to pass it over to Shantae because she is the one who specializes in low content books. And she can start off by basically just even telling us what low content books are and just starting from there. Okay. So a low content book is a book that has minimal or no content in the interior of the book, right? So there was a few individuals needing a little assistance with lead generation or what their freebie should be. And a suggestion I had was to have a low content book. So some of my examples of a low content book would be a journal, a notebook. I do crossword puzzles or activity books, or I do help course creators create their books to go along with their course, as well as any SOPs that I may have, right? Because someone is always looking for the information that you have. And if you already have it written down, why not put it out as a digital product? which is how I got into creating low content books. I'm an avid reader, so anything that had to do with reading and writing, I was going to do anyway. But learning about low content books kind of took me to another level. And it helped me with some of my authors as well, you know, getting my name out there when I was a book reviewer. Now, I want to touch back on the freebies, right? So if you're new in business or even have an existing business and you just needed something to put out, a low content book would be, in my opinion, a great idea, right? And how I would structure that is I would create the book, but I would only give out like two or three pages of it for free for a lead generation to get onto your newsletter and then have it for purchase maybe on your website or Amazon KDP, Barnes and Nobles or any other platform that hosts low content books. And that will get people on your newsletter as well as help you figure out how you want to structure your business or figure out how you want to structure that product. So you're saying that you feel like low content books is very helpful as a lead generations and you would structure it by giving just a few pages at first for them to get on to your mailing list? Yes. I mean, because if you're going to have a, you have a freebie, it's normally going to be about something in your business. You can just turn that into a book as well. Instructions. I know Tony down at the bottom, he 
possibly would do a cookbook. I mean, it's a low content book and then he can sell it on different platforms as well as on his website. Okay. So what are some other things that you feel like we should really think about when we're maybe just kind of considering if we want to get a low content book or add a low content book? I would think about the niche you are trying to get into, right? Because it is a very, very competitive market. I know Empress is stating that she is starting to create, well, she's created her first one. So, and that is super, super exciting, especially when it becomes published. But some of the things just niche down, right? Like I do activity books, but my covers are specifically, well, my current series is specifically for parents and kids to take a break from all electronics, right? So I named it Break From Screen Time. And all it is is crossword puzzles and Sudoku, you know, just activities to stimulate your brain and get away from the electronics and all the social media and all the influence that it may have. And you can just sit back and relax within yourself. I think that is a great idea, right? Because I, when I launched it, it was right at the time that kids were going on summer vacation and then they were getting ready to go back to school. So it helped them stay stimulated. But another book that I have out, a low content book, is how to organize and automate your business. And that was just because I got tired of going back to my notes and trying to figure out how to automate a newsletter or anything in my business because I was so new. And then I had all of it written down. So I was like, wow, I could turn this into a book. And that's exactly what I did. Like if you go on to my um, link and I'll post it here shortly, that is one of the freebies that I give out is a low content book that is telling you how to organize and automate your business. Okay. Sounds awesome. And I know that also a lot of people, Shantae, will probably, if I didn't know what I know, I think I would be like, okay, a low content book, that sounds like a lot of work. Even though you're telling me it's low content, exactly. Is there a minimum that is considered low content when it starts going into normal content or you know, I'm not a writer, you guys. So I think I would normally be like, I don't think the book thing is for me because I'm not good at writing. I'm not a writer. It would take me forever. What would you say to those type of concerns? To me, the great thing about low content books is you don't have to be a writer. All you have to do is have an idea, right? So if you have a business and you choose to give your clients that are first onboarded um, and they sign the contract a gift, it could be a notebook with just the design of your business logo on the front. But the interior are the same pages repeated, 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 right? So you could have a hundred page journal and the only actual words that are on it is possibly date and affirmation at the bottom and the book cover and the book belongs to. You don't necessarily have to be a writer to create a low content book. To me, you just have to have an idea and want to give it out as a digital product or you want to give it out as a product such as selling it and publishing it on Amazon KDP or on Barnes and Noble Press. It could be anything, you know, it could help you have another product in your business, right? You could have pens and shirts and notebooks. You don't have to be a writer. If you choose to be a writer, then that's great too. 
because then once again, your SOPs or any instructions, recipes, or anything like that, you can turn it into a book as well, or you could turn it into a series and then, you know, sell it. It's just another source of income, right? And it's very easy if that is something that you wanted to do, but you don't necessarily have to be a writer. And sometimes just creating the notebooks and the journals or the how-tos, sorry to keep using you as an example, Tony, but he's a trucker. For him, I would suggest creating a Miles notebook, put his brand on the front of it and then sell it. You know what I'm saying? There's other truckers out there that has to calculate their mileage. He could create a branded one for his brand. So it, you don't have to be a writer to consider using a low content book for distributing any kind of information in your business. It's just, to me, another source of income. And as well, to me, it's fun. Awesome. So I think another question would be about how long maybe does the process take? Let's say I was Tony and I wanted to do that uh, Miles notebook. Uh, about how long would you say it normally would take? For a particular notebook like that, it is considered a no content, right? So all you would do is create one page copy it however many pages that you want to be into your notebook right so if i wanted a 50 page journal i would create the initial page copy it 50 times the most work is going to go into the cover and that's when you have fiverr right fiverr you can go onto fiverr have somebody create you five covers for what 35 dollars, and then you're going to have the template so you can manipulate it as many times as you want and that's another thing that I love about um, low content books. You can use the exact same interior, change the cover, you know, like my activity books. Now the puzzles are different, but they're the exact same title with different images on the cover. So I really didn't have to take a lot of time in strategizing, well, marketing, yes, but as far as the actual design or putting together the actual book for me, it would take me 30 minutes. Someone else who's starting off with it may take them a little longer because they're not you know, particularly sure as to what they want to create. But if you do no content, everyone's seen a notebook, right? All it has is lines, name, date, and then you can put a title. So that's only gonna take you possibly five minutes. And then you just copy it 100 times, 50 times. And then you can have that as a freebie for your lead magnet once again, for your um, newsletter, or you can put it on a platform and sell it or sell it on your website. Okay, so I'm going to ask you the same question I just asked Empress in the chat. Have you ran into any cons of doing your low content books when you're doing them for other people or yourself? Any cons that you would just maybe want someone to be aware of or... Anything like that? Have a system in place. So if you are choosing to do a low content book, say for a course creator, they're going to send you their information. You know, be particular on how you want to receive that information if you are going to do something like that, right? Because it is a process. If you have to transcribe it, you have to figure out how long that's going to take you, right? So if I have to transcribe something that is 45 minutes, most likely it's going to be over 10,000 words. So that is your time. And if you choose to do low content book as a business, such as myself, you have to have a strategy with it so that you have, your, have it delivered back to your client in a timely manner. 
So I would definitely learn what kind of software is out there to help you minimize your time. That was interesting for me. I've transcribed other things, but as far as creating it into a book from someone else's thought, the editing process was quite interesting. And I've done it a few times now, so I have a better understanding and grasp of what I want. When it comes to activity books, find a software. Uh, the initial one I created on my own, no, nah. <laughs> it didn't go so well, but I did find a software that was very inexpensive that helped me create my puzzles, right? I mean, it was really, really a great experience, especially when they came out and then you put the puzzles together and designed them. My notebooks, Canva. I do everything in Canva. Canva is your best friend. All right. Is there anything else then that you will want us to know about low content books? I would say give it a try. You know, if that's not something that you want to do or something that you're not interested in, reach out to someone else. You know what I'm saying? Canva has been awesome. I know, Empress. <laughs> I know. But it will help. You know what I'm saying? It's just another source of income. It's just another idea, just another piece to your business. Once again, I am, I love books and I read a lot. And so this was just something that I put into my books and I just wanted to share with everyone. And plus, if you go to my social media, you're going to see a lot of puzzles <laughs> and what I have coming out next. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, I'm going to give my two cents on the low content books. My disclaimer is I am not the expert of low content books. I've recently thrown out a very quick low content book. So, and it has nothing to do with my business. And I actually use Shantae's VA for my low content books, actually. And um, very professional, very, you know, so if you guys are like, hey, but I'm getting off subject here. I want to talk about how I personally use low content books to help my business. Kind of similar to Empress. Uh, we are also on YouTube. We do have our podcast, as we've said. So we have a lot of what I say is at the top of our funnel, bringing people in one way or the other, helping to generate leads. But I do like the low content books. There's several different things. I have a team, y'all. I have every intentions that people are getting some low content books for Christmas. <laughs> you know and i'm gonna write that off on my taxes <laughs> and i then got a little bit back from me plus i'm hoping to reach back out to them then and say hey can you write a review on amazon as well right so there's a whole strategy to it but when you get to the gift giving season i think it's really great there are a few like my workbook that we are working on getting out. It goes with my course, which is our signature program for LO&E. And it follows along with the course. So you're getting that information. We can actually give parts of that for that freebie. Hopefully then they'll be enticed if they're even thinking about becoming a VA to be like, hey, I don't just want the workbook. I also wanna take the course. 
So all that information is already in the workbook so they can find me, so they can find the landing page to the course. And also, let's just say you have some people, it gives them diversity in cost too. You know, obviously, well, I don't know if it's obvious, but my course is more than the workbook. So let's say the person is not quite ready to buy the course. They can actually get the workbook and they can have pretty close, similar, but actually have to do that work themselves. You know, they don't get all the guided, you know, coaching and the community that goes with it. However, even in a book, I can help upsell within the low content book. So, and I'm also reaching a whole new audience. If you're using Amazon KDP or if you're using Barnes and Noble, you know, those are people that you may or may not even cross paths with online. So now you've got your brand out there to a whole nother audience that you're not even seeing online or you may not be seeing. Most likely you're not seeing them and you're helping to bring them online to your business. So whatever your business is, I'm with Shantae. I think low content books can definitely help. You can definitely give away journals (laughs) for the, you know, your presents, your gifts, your thank you gifts. I mean, that's even a little bit better than a business card. You're going to have all the information in there. You can even start putting like some of the landing page QR codes in there. So you can definitely advertise. Plus they have something to use all the time. That's right there. So that's hopefully going to help bring in more leads. It's just another way to reach another audience, bring them in they get something in return. It's nice. It's branded. So I think it's something that really everybody should really kind of think about. And if you are not an expert at low content books and you're like, you know, I do want to make something really simple, you know, with myself branded on it, maybe give it away, maybe sell it on Amazon or Barnes and Noble then I would suggest that, yes, I do shameless plugs, you guys. (laughs) I would suggest that you contact Shantae over here who does this as her business and expertise. Because when I talk about professionalism, she definitely has the professionalism down pat. She will publish it. It will have everything in there from start to beginning. You know, you're about the author. She's going to make sure it's extremely professional. And she will probably even help give you a few little tips on how to create a strategy with it to help your business grow and thrive. So why don't you explain the process or any pros or cons to like Amazon KDP or Barnes & Noble, Shantae, because I feel like people would definitely have questions about those type platforms as well. Even though, yes, you can definitely just put it on your website and just have it there. But again, if you're trying to help build up your business and create thriving, you also want to make sure that you're getting other audiences and different spaces. Sure. When it comes to Amazon KDP, they're not as, in my opinion, they're not as strict as Barnes & Noble's press. 
Amazon KDP typically takes about 72 hours for it to upload and publish because they are going through it and making sure you are not copying someone else's material content because you do get the copyright, I lost my train of thought, information in your book stating that it is your property. However, there are individuals who would you know, go through your preview link if you ever go on to Amazon and at the top it says, um, if it's a book, it, it says in blue and orange, look inside and it gives you a first few pages of the books. A lot of other creators choose to take that, you know, take your template and then recreate it. The good thing, in my opinion, with Amazon is if they do it after you, and yours is already approved, then it will be red flagged. So of course, like anything else, that is one thing to pay attention to. Amazon KDP's royalties are not as high as Barnes and Noble's press. When I learned that, I thought that was interesting, but I never did the research, so this is just my opinion, is because Amazon has more of a reach and Barnes and Nobles is more compacted. Like they have their specific people that just like Barnes and Nobles and choose not to like Amazon. I can set them at the same price, but my royalties are always, always going to be higher on Barnes and Nobles press. Quality of paper, from my experience so far, I do like the quality of Amazon KDP. Barnes and Nobles pages to me were a little bit thinner and you could see through to another page. So I could see faint letters of the other page. And I particularly didn't care for that, where with Amazon KDP, I didn't get that. The paper was thick enough. I do like that both platforms offer you the option of hardcover as well as paperback. Your hardcover is always going to be more expensive. I believe that's just, you know, it's cardboard and the other one's paper. So that's always going to be more expensive. You have the option on both platforms to have a matte cover or a glossy cover, which I prefer glossy on my hardcover book, especially if it's for a children's book. If you choose to do this, learn the measurements of your cover. Okay. If you can't figure it out, I would definitely suggest getting a software or hiring someone off of Fiverr. I never had an issue with Barnes and Noble's press. It always seemed to measure up accordingly. However, Amazon KDP is pretty specific, especially if you're going hardcover and you're going over 50 pages because of the way that the margins are. That is something to really, really pay attention to because they will reject your book. If you're back end, meaning your, um, what words am I looking for? Uh, your trigger words. Darn it. I can't call the name of what they're specifically are for. Um, as far as how you want people to type in like your SEO on your back end, be very specific with that wording, right? It's just like anything else with your social media and you're using hashtags. Be very, very targeted. You have, I believe, 10 spaces to write in what you think someone will go into Amazon to type in and have your books pull up. Okay, so you have just individual words or groups of words. I would definitely, definitely do my research during my strategy process of what keywords to put into that back end for you to either rank higher on Amazon KDP or Barnes and Nobles. And those trigger words that you think your targeted audience are gonna put in for themselves, for family members. Every book that I put out in my 
keywords on my back end, I'm always going to put holiday gift. Somebody's always going into Amazon or somewhere else to put in a holiday gift, a grandma's gift, a grandpa's gift. Make sure you use those trigger words. Make sure you pay attention or research what trigger words are for that niche. That makes a world, world, world of difference. Okay. I have done the advertisements on Amazon KDP and they fluctuate, you know, just like anything else, you have to pay attention to what you're allowing them to do. Are you allowing them to change your price at a specific time frame? Are you allowing them to stay just specifically on this price? Don't go over this price as far as ads. I do think Amazon ads work very, very well. That's just my personal opinion. I do know a few people who have actually gotten picked up by Target and Walmart just from their ads with Amazon KDP. So it is worth it if it is in your budget. Once again, like anything else you do in your business, budget out for your marketing. In marketing, it also includes your ads. I've never tried it on Barnes & Noble, so I won't comment on that. And when I do, I'll give you an update. I hope that was helpful. That was a lot and I'm going to put out a how to Amazon KDP because even when I am in some of my Facebook groups, some of the same people are having the same problems, same problems. Um, Amazon will shut your book off. Okay, Amazon will if they see anything fraudulent. Also, make sure if something is incorrect in your book that you reach out to Amazon. I unfortunately had Amazon put a whole nother book from a whole nother publisher inside of one of my activity books. And the young lady actually reached out to me. So just have your CTAs in your descriptions to have purchasers, customers reach out to you with any information, any problems. I accidentally did that and it worked. I didn't, I didn't know it was going to work. I thought, you know, people just contacted Amazon, but no, this young lady literally contacted me from my author central page and let me know what happened. So just make sure you in your Amazon central author page, as well as your Barnes and Noble's author page, put any CTAs in there if you want them to directly notify you of anything, or if they would like to use your services. Like I said, that was an accident, but it actually worked out very well. So I would suggest trying it. Okay. So I hope you guys are really picking up something from this because I do think it's worth it. And if you are struggling with maybe something to come up with for lead generations or a lead strategy, I think this was one maybe to consider, especially when you're talking like low to almost no content, because it can be done very quickly and it can really broaden the range of the people that you're looking at and you're talking to. And I think all that's important because I do know that sometimes people are wondering, hmm, what should I have as a, a lead magnet? Or, you know, what should I do? And then it's also good for, I think, even yourself as the business owner, you know, because then you're walking around using your own branded either notebooks, journals, or whatever the case may be. And, you know, people be looking at what you're doing. So, you know, back in the day, it used to be pins. I still have several L-O-N-E pins. <laughs> but, you know, now it could be you're writing around in a journal and people see this and they'd be like, oh, well, what is lovely occasions and et cetera. So then it starts that conversation. 
So definitely think about those things if you're even like, hmm, what kind of freebie should I even have? Or, you know, so definitely keep those thoughts in mind. Okay, Sam, did you have any questions? I have been a notary since 2017. And I put together this notary journal. Now it's it's the journal that we notaries utilize to document the IDs of everyone that we notarize any documents for. So I put together one of my own and it hasn't been published. It is still, I think I've completed it, but I would love for you guys to take a look at it. One of you to take a look at it. The main reason why I haven't done anything other than that, I got the cover and everything that I want in the book. It's all ready to go to the publisher, but you know, my life is on fast speed all the time. So I have my ISBN numbers and all of that, but I'm really not um, familiar with the Amazon thing. And I definitely wasn't familiar with Barnes and Nobles. I did not know that they did that. And I'm still, I am still undecisive as to whether or not I even want to do Amazon. I know I don't want to do my own shipping. I just don't know what to do. (laughs) I really don't. So it's on pause. My website people, they are waiting on me. Like, girl, what are you going to do with this? Because we put a lot of work into it. I don't know. I would know I want to do the project. My pages for the journal, I'm kind of iffy about it. So anyway, with that being said, like I said, I really would appreciate one of you guys to look at it. How about that? (laughs) Yes. Well, Shante is the specialist. So I think that she would be probably best fit to go ahead and just finish wrapping that up and getting it out there for you. I mean, I think it would be great. And um, yeah, I think that would be a quick one, especially since it sounds like you have. We just need to, you know, hook up (laughs) wires and plug it in. Just format it. I think it's a great idea. Absolutely. And the beautiful thing, in my opinion, about Barnes and Nobles and Amazon, Ingram, Spark, any of those is print on demand, right? So if you were to use the Amazon platform to set up for a Author Central or a KDP account is free, right? So then you can just go in there, upload your information, hit your trigger words. But if you choose not to sell it on the platform just to have it print off, you get author copies, right? So you'll just pay for your author copies, which is not expensive at all. Well, in my opinion, if it's in your budget and then order yourself, however many copies that you would like now you could do that. But if you're trying to become an Amazon best-selling author within the first 30 days, cause that is, you know, that's a pro tip. That is your trigger. And within the first 30 days, you want to become a bestseller. If that's your thing, the way that they are going to calculate your purchases is not going to be the same. And we can talk about that on a one-on-one at a different time. I just want to throw that out there for anybody on the replace. I forgot to say about bestsellers, but I have no problem taking a look at it. Can I ask where you created your interior? Well, it has been a process. Okay. 
a little bit of myself and then I found somebody on Fiverr. So it's a combination of a journal and inside the journal is also some information. We call it memos for the notaries. It is just instructional stuff that all the notaries normally when they get to their closing or wherever they're going to notarize a document, it's good information to have on hand. And so versus you scrounging every time for their appointment, trying to figure out, okay, what did I do with this document? What did I do with that? Then it's already there in your journal. You know, you don't have to scrounge for it. It's there. All the information is there. So that is another something, something that I was looking at is separating the two, selling it as one and also selling it separately. But anyway, that's the long answer to your short question. I'm sorry. (laughs) No worries. That's it's all good because when you were speaking, I just thought of a bundle. So there you go. You're going to double your money right there. Multiply it. If you're going to go for two, sell them individually, sell this book for whatever, sell this book for whatever, and then do it, or you can get the bundle, you know? Okay, excellent. So can you give us any more tips if we were deciding that maybe we want to be a bestseller? What does that entail? I haven't become a bestseller on Barnes and Nobles, but I can speak of Amazon KDP. You have that first 30 windows of the day that you published it. That does not include the initial 72 hours that it takes for them to review it and go through it and apply it. It goes for those first 30 days. You can also do pre-sales to help you boost your sales and help you boost your notification to Amazon to put you on the bestseller. The only thing that I particularly do not like is you have to pay attention to the rating and review pages on the hour. Because if you miss it, you miss it. <laughs> you will never know that you were a bestseller. Like you either designate yourself or designate someone else to pay attention to that page. Because if you've seen anybody post anything for a bestseller, you'll see that number one. It's only going to do it that one time, right? Also, on the page of your book and you scroll all the way down, it'll tell you where you are ranking. Right. So make sure when you choose your categories, once again, on the back end where you're going to put your keywords, choose what categories your specific book is aligned with. So if you're doing a psychology journal, make sure you do psychology, parents, journaling, you know, and then you will rank in those categories. You can rank a bestseller in any of those categories, but you do have to pay attention to that page or you will miss it. Like, I don't pay attention to it. I have somebody else paying attention to it because I probably would never leave my phone on those particular days. You could put your book out the first day and become a bestseller and you could just miss it. That's just a little tidbit of information when I did become a bestseller that I didn't know about. And I'm glad somebody else is paying attention to it because I wouldn't have known I was a bestseller at all. Oh, wow. That's interesting. Yeah. You know, I'm going to just tell you all that went over my head. (laughs) (laughs) And is it in the reports or oh. is, it, is there a number nope. per day, month, or how do you... You I'm just kidding. have to pay attention to that page or designate someone to... <laughs> it's so serious. When we all... I did a book collaboration and when we when we became a bestsellers, the individual that was orchestrating the book collaboration had someone paying attention to it, took a screenshot and then sent it to us. 
Other than that, I don't know how we would have known. I don't think there is a record because it changes on the hour, right? So you may have been a bestseller at noon and then you were not a bestseller at one and then you became a bestseller again at three. It just depends on what you're, yeah, I know, I know. That part I don't like, but it is, yeah, that's how it worked. And that's how we found out at the at a certain time, she just sent us the screenshot and is verified, right? Because it is with the Amazon information on it and it, at the top of it, it will show you what category you became a bestseller. And they only allow you three categories. So you can become a bestseller in all of them, all three categories. Like I said, you just have to pay attention to it or designate someone else to. If you do this as a business, that is something you would have in your strategy, right? So you would already have somebody designated that because you know that's how that goes. At the particular time, I didn't have this as a business. It was just a hobby. So now that I know that, and now that I have it as a business, I incorporate it into my business. All right. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm with you. Um, <laughs> I'm like, okay, baby steps, baby steps. Yeah. Okay. See, this is why I have exactly. been, this is why I have just been procrastinating. I'm like, dude, I don't even know if I want to do this now. I'm like, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> it's working. Uh, okay, we'll do that for you. it will be perfectly fine so yeah just reach out to her and then if there's you know i guess you can dump all the projects if there's something <laughs> that she spills like elo and e can help you with i'm sure she will let me know so you guys can find me on amazon you can find shantae on amazon make sure you click on those links if you have questions, go ahead and back channel us. And until next time, we will talk to you guys later. Have a great day. Thank you for listening to Two VAs and a Mic. I'm Shante Harris. And I'm Lovely Brooks. Until next time. Until next time. Peace.